Hey there, lady. My name is Molly Conley, and I'm devoted to helping women reinvent their love lives, whether that's after divorce, dating on and off the apps, or in their committed relationship. Why? Because I've been there. I'm a former college athlete who filed for divorce three years into marriage, swam in the online dating pool into my late 30s, and now I am married to the man of my spreadsheet dreams who I met four months before the world shut down. As a dating and relationship coach, I help my clients shift the focus from being obsessed with finding Mr. Right to shifting to herself as Miss Right Now. We build a foundation filled with clarity, connection, and confidence, knowing she is worth waiting for. Each week on the podcast, I'll bring you love life insights and savvy guests where you will receive the courage to release programmed limiting beliefs. Discover patterns and behaviors restricting you from finding and attracting quality men and ways to choose yourself first so you can build a foundation for a healthy relationship with yourself and a partner. Hey lady, welcome back to the Reinventing the Arena podcast. Thank you for listening. I am excited to be connecting with you again this week. If this show has ever helped you in some way, big or small, please let me know by leaving a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps me grow the show and I greatly appreciate it. Leaving a rating only takes seconds of your time by tapping the stars on the podcast. If you have an additional 30 to maybe even 45 seconds to leave a review, that would mean so much to me. Plus, they help me create new content that you love and what you're looking for. Okay, let's get started. Over the last few weeks, I've been chatting with one of my close friends about our businesses and how we work. We were joking around about her being a Pisces and how that really keeps her in touch with her emotions and her intuition. Now, (laughs) I'm a Virgo who loves structure, strategy, and planning. Even though she mentioned that she's trying to incorporate more of her Virgo energy into her business, she has put it aside to really figure out her next steps that are logical and inspirational to her. So why am I throwing astrology into the mix? Because it's a fun way to think of your personality traits. For the majority of my life, I have said structure, planning, organization, and more are qualities and characteristics that are truly me. I've also been someone who enjoys setting goals, going all out on those goals and achieving them to the fullest, and then setting another goal. In the past, I would say it's been hard for me to relate to like majority of the people I've worked with. And I have also kept my social circle small. And when you're an entrepreneur, that circle actually gets even smaller. Because most people aren't like us, ambitious, high-achieving women, they are a little bit different because most of them don't have goals. They have dreams. They don't take actions towards their dreams, so they keep living that same sort of life year after year. And I mean any goal. It could be moving out of your apartment to buy a house. It could be getting a pet, buying the car you've always wanted, or just working hard on your career to get the bonus that you've been dreaming of at the end of your fiscal year. Sometimes we don't realize that as ambitious, high achieving, successful women, we are a smaller group of women than what we thought. And even though that makes us unique, 
it also is a struggle for us to find a long-term, healthy, loving relationship. So in today's episode, I'm going to share why ambitious women struggle with finding love, plus some actionable steps for you to take once this episode is done. First, let's just get this out of the way. As little girls, we were told so many different things like always be polite, to smile, say please and thank you. And some of us were even told that when boys picked on us, that they liked you. And sometimes this led women to stay in relationships that were not good for them and sometimes even led to being abusive. Some of us were told that butterflies in our stomach meant that you were in love with him, when in reality, that was our body sending us red flags that we were not safe in some way. And some things, you know, were what we observed. I remember my uncles telling my brother that we don't cry and to toughen up. And my brother is younger than me by a few years. And honestly, he has such a sweet and wonderful, soft heart. But moments like this repeated over time sent him and I a message not to feel our emotions, not to show sadness and, you know, to push it away. Over time, we thought, you know, being a tough competitor, since both my brother and I were athletes, meant showing no weakness and having no mistakes, not in school, not at work, not in relationships. And then, like I said, if you were ever an athlete, you know that this sort of mindset was key to success years ago, but it takes a toll on you and it takes a lot of time and effort to change your mindset and to start leveraging those emotions that you've been pushing away as strengths. Overall, the idea of not being weak for women really started to morph into this idea of not needing a man and being independent enough to create the life that you want on your terms. Now, while this sounds great and something that I honestly tried doing, it can be a problem. Human beings are wired for connection, for a sense of belonging. Yes, you can find this with family and friends, but it's not weak for wanting love. It doesn't make you less independent to want a relationship, to be held and to be loved. You can have both. There's numerous studies out there that men don't think that they have a chance with ambitious women these days. Why? Because they don't feel needed. I'm going to say that to you again. Men don't feel needed. And when men who say that they're, you know, they're admitting their feelings and desires to contribute to you, I'm a pretty independent person. And I've, I personally have had to be, I've had to be the one who's picked myself up and self soothed over, you know, bad dates, horrible breakups, a shitty marriage and an isolating divorce. And yet I've had to learn and accept that I can't do it all. I need help. I need someone to be my rock when my world is falling apart. And honestly, so do you, we all do yet. It's easier to say, I love my independence or I don't need a man when you're scared of getting hurt again, it's called avoidance. It's overlapping the sabotaging behaviors of justification for your actions and resistance to your emotions. I'm going to pause this episode for a minute. If this sounds like something you need to have in your life, 
I want you to consider working with me one-on-one. Right now, I'm filling spots to begin working with me in August of 2023. I believe doing the inner work is the most effective and important process to build a healthy relationship. And that's exactly what I do with my clients. I am not here to fix your dating profile or match you with their dream man. I'm here to help you go all in for yourself because that's where the magic and love is. I meet you where you are and I help hold you accountable throughout the process. It doesn't matter if you've been doing the work for years and still haven't figured it out, or if you've never had a coach before to help you with personal development and love. All that matters is that you're fed up with where you are right now and you want to get serious about finding a healthy, loving relationship. And you're ready to invest the time and the money to radically change your life in the next six to 12 months. If that is you, head over to reinventingthearena.com forward slash private dash coaching to apply for one-on-one coaching and be added to my wait list. I will be in touch. Now, let's get back to the episode. It is not weak to put in boundaries around your work schedule. It is not weak for wanting to take time off to spend with your current or future partner. It is not weak to learn how to put each other's needs before yourself in a give and take fashion that allows you and your partner to grow together. You can be independent and have a romantic relationship. In fact, Brad and I are going to have a couch conversation episode all about this coming up. Another way ambitious women have difficulty finding love is how you approach it. When I have a client who tells me she's done all the things, read the self-help books, listened to the podcast, made a qualities list, jumped on all the dating apps, but still hasn't found the love of her life, we take a deeper look. More often than not, she's approaching dating and relationships like she's trying to get a promotion at work. She's checking all the boxes. She's taking all the typical actions, but she's not aligned to herself in order to take the intentional actions that lead to a relationship. I get it. It makes sense. You're a successful professional woman who can lead a team or execute a project with your eyes closed. But when it comes to dating, you've taken all the obvious steps and they have taken you nowhere. You can't approach dating or relationships in the same way as you want to advance your career. Why? Because majority of the time, you detach yourself from having emotions at work. Well, unless you're motivated by anger, I also don't agree with dating by using anger as motivation. And having a long-term healthy, loving relationship requires the knowledge of self, it requires intentional action, and it requires being vulnerable. The last way ambitious women struggle with finding love is your schedule. I guarantee that you have more items listed on your to-do list than time in your day. You have a career that you're passionate about, or maybe it's just taking up a lot of your time, like past regular work hours. If you have kids or other relationship responsibilities, Those are taking priority over dating too. And let's not forget your basic needs. Hopefully you're getting in at least seven hours of sleep each night in order to be prepared for the next day. 
your time is limited. You've maxed out your availability, which means if you, even if you want to date, you have to do things differently. You can't be like other women who basically go on any date because he might be the one. No, you have to vet him to see if meeting for coffee is just as important as being at your friend's art opening or your kid's soccer game. This might even, you know, include looking into your own work schedule. If you're taking work home at night or over the weekend, maybe it's time to pull back and set some boundaries. So what can you do about this? Being an ambitious woman who is, you know, successful and looking for love, you have to make selective choices in order to achieve your goals and balance dating in the mix. First, determine what belief is keeping you from your goal of finding love. Is it because you're too independent or you don't need a man like I mentioned before? Once you figure out your belief, it's time to create a new belief. An example would be, I can have my career, personal interests, and still be in a loving relationship. Now, after that, I want you to ask yourself, if I believed in that new thought, what would I do differently? Second, Ask yourself if there's another way you can approach dating that isn't similar to how you have approached it like your career. Get creative on this one. And lastly, what are you willing to change in your schedule to make space for a relationship? Once again, this could be putting in work boundaries. This can learn how to say no to things and stop maybe people pleasing as well. Okay, lady, that's it for today. If you haven't already, go follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. I want to know what action steps you're going to take and what has worked for you. All right, until next time. Have vacation on your mind? Yeah, me too. Catching some rays while having a little R&R is what I'm talking about. Some summer fun sounds great, as long as it doesn't include the side effects from boozy beverages. You know, the headaches, the dehydration, the horrible night's sleep, the hangover, and whatever else may come your way. Instead, try one of my favorite alcohol replacements called Moment. It's a botanical water, either still or sparkling, with no artificial flavors, no caffeine, and no added sugar. Instead, they have refreshing flute flavors, healthy botanicals, and adaptogens. Some of my favorite flavors include blueberry ginger, spiced mango, and blood orange. Plus, I find them refreshing while hanging out poolside, by the beach, or lounging at the lake. If you want to give them a try, use my promo code reinventingthearena at checkout for 15% off. The link is in the show notes.